I'll be back in a jiffy. Oh, monster. Ah, oh, swell. Welcome, everyone, to the Mickey Shorts and more Disney podcast. My name is Steve. My name is Keaton. And we are here to talk all things Mickey Mouse Shorts, at least the Mickey Mouse Shorts made famous by Paul Ruddish and crew. We go through the series one episode per week, each and every week. And this week, we're talking about a spooky episode or spooky-ish episode called The Boiler Room. But before we get there, Keaton, how's it going for you this week? Good. All right. So we've had some technical glitches as far as how everything's supposed to go for our workflow. But that's okay. We're working through it, and we are still producing our episode this week. So we can get out to you on time on Tuesdays, as we always try to do. So, Keaton, guess what's coming up in just... Wait a minute. What day is today? Groundhog's Day. It's not Groundhog Day. That was Saturday. At least I think. I don't know. Groundhog Day was previous to today. I don't know what day they actually do it on. Today is Monday the 3rd of February as we are recording this. Which means that tomorrow is the 4th of February. Which means that one month from tomorrow... Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, the first full-fledged attraction based entirely on Mickey Mouse and gang and the Mickey shorts that we love so much will open at Hollywood Studios. Yay! (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. We are excited, which means hopefully one month from today which would be March 3rd, the press previews would be happening and we might get a sense of what's going to happen inside that ride. But you know what? We do know a couple new things this week. Yay! Okay. (laughs) Now, one of the things, last week, last week's episode was on Mumbai Madness. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that one, go over to the website, www.makingshortsandmore.com. Listen to Mumbai Madness. It's a good episode as we went through all last week. But we released our episode on Wednesday, I believe, of last week. And on Thursday, just after, one day after we <laughs> put it out there, they released another poster for the Mickey Shorts. This is another one that's going to hang in the lobby. And what was the show that that poster was about? Mumbai Madness. Yes, the very show that we had covered. So we missed that one, that little piece of news, by a day. They actually released a poster about the show we were covering the day after we covered it. Nice. Nice going, folks. But we did put that up on our Instagram account, which means you should follow us there so you can keep up on all of this Mickey-related news. Yes, the poster did feature Mumbai Madness. It's got Mickey. He's got the elephant in the back of his taxicab thing. It's very colorful, very matching of that episode. So definitely go and check it out. I keep forgetting to put the links in the show notes, but I'll work better at that this week so that it's all there for you. And then, you want to know what else, buddy? Mm-hmm. They released another poster. Not for the Mickey shorts, but for the attraction itself. 
You want to see that? The poster looks something like this. Wow. What do you see? A tornado. Right. So we'd heard rumors a long time ago that there is supposed to be, or that there were, there could be a tornado featured in this attraction. But now that they're releasing an attraction poster with a tornado on it and the train driving out of the tornado, what are Huey, Dewey, and Louie doing? Riding it. Yep. How about uh, Pluto? What's he doing? <laughs> Riding it too. But what's in his mouth? A basket. A basket? Now... You're not going to know the answer to this question. You're too young. But there's another character that's famous for being sucked up in a tornado carrying a basket that looks similar to that. That is Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. And it just so happens that in the ride, or excuse me, in the ride building where Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, that ride is taking place, that used to be a ride called The Great Movie Ride. And in The Great Movie Ride, there was a scene from The Wizard of Oz and they had an effect, and they were never able to... There, there's a lot of disputes uh, over uh, copyright holders, and there's there disputes, let me just put it that way. And so they were never able to make this tornado effect work the way that they wanted to, but they had a huge wind machine in there that could create like a tornado effect. And so when they couldn't use it for The Wizard of Oz, they moved it over to the Fantasia scene from the ride. But... The question becomes, are they repurposing that technology from the great movie ride to create a tornado as part of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? I would say it's possible. And in less than a month, or just right at a month, we will find out. So, Keen, what do you think of the poster? Awesome! Does it make you excited to see what the ride is like when you see a poster with a uh, tornado on it? Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be going like, woo like circling around. <laughs> I don't know if we'll actually be spinning in circles, but it does look like it's going to be fun, whatever they have imagineered up for us. So cannot wait to see that. Like I said, one month from tomorrow, all questions will be answered as we'll finally be able to experience Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Even if it's not from the parks itself, we can at least see what it's like. So we can report to all of you and give you our thoughts on this cool new attraction. Okay, so that's really it for the news this week. Just more hype for that attraction. That's what everyone's gearing up for. Also, they have technically said that the Mickey Shorts Theater in Hollywood Studios is going to open in March as well. We know it's not going to open on the same day as Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because otherwise we would have heard about that. But we know it's coming at some point in time in March, and we can't wait to re be reporting on that as well. All right. So with no more news, no voicemails to uh, do this week. Wow. I know. We enjoyed talking to him last week. But no more voicemails this week. But remember, if you do want to comment on this episode or any of the, pr the previous episodes... Uh, feel free to do that. Just call us 541-321-0472. So again, Keaton, what are we talking about this week? Boiler room. The boiler room. That's right. So let's get right to it. Are you ready for the show? In the boiler room, this is season two, episode nine. The official show summary says Mickey's attempts to fix Minnie's plumbing are Failed by a monster living in her boiler room. What's a boiler room? 
That's a very good question, young man. In a lot of big apartment buildings um, in cities, they have a basement. And in the basement is a giant boiler. It's a machine that heats the building. It helps keep the, the water hot, helps keep the heat going. So when the boiler goes out, somebody has to go down and fix it because otherwise everyone gets cold and has cold water. But it's usually in like really old buildings. And sometimes people are scared to go in the basement with the boiler because it can kind of look a little bit creepy. As we will see from Mickey Mouse in tonight's episode. So this episode, its original air date was October 2nd, 2014. And with that, I've got to switch over now to... I said we were having technical difficulties, so none of my notes are in the right place. That ain't it. That ain't it. Where's my link? Oh, curses. <laughs> Why dost thou deceive me? <laughs> the technology is not working the way it should. I can't give credit where credit is due if my notes keep erasing it. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh! Mm. That's reset to the bottom. I am having issues. I'm going to have to put like the, the Jeopardy song in here while I figure this out. Here we go. Okay, credit where credit is due. The director of this episode was Paul Reddish. Yay, we like Paul Reddish's episodes. They are usually twisted and demented. It was written by Derek Bachman, Matt Chapman, Heiko Dragenberg, Clay Morrow, and Paul Reddish. And storyboarded by Heiko Dragenberg. So, we've got the A-team on this one. This one's going to be fun. Now, unlike last week's, this one is not going to be taking place in a foreign culture or in a different language we are back to messed up demented humor that we love now again if the technology is going to cooperate we're back to a funny one we are back to a funny one but this one is a little bit spooky this one was done halloween time so are you ready to watch okay mm -hmm. well, let's do it <sighs> seriously <laughs> Why do you hate me? I'm gonna have to manually search it on YouTube now. Okay. All systems fail. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying this. Oh my god. Half the people listening to us are throwing things at their car stereo going, Get it together! Oh, I'll be able to get Boiler. it Boiler. Okay, there it is. Learn <laughs> how to blow down a boiler. No! <laughs> <laughs> Where is my episode? Ah, okay, thank you. Mickey Mouse in the boiler room. 
It's a dark, stormy night for Mickey Mouse's apartment. He's saying, there's no such thing as monsters. But all the residents are gathered down in the lobby saying, oh, there's a monster in there. It ain't Miss Johnson. Mrs. Johnson's in the background. It's kind of a running gag throughout these episodes. Mickey's like, we, we seriously need some help because everyone is in serious need of some hot water. And the skeleton's going, I just have dry skin. So he's going to go down and he's going to take care of the boiler. And he's got all of his tools and down he goes to the boiler room. And it is dark and creepy. And he just jumped out of his skin. He, he ran. Like cat. He did. He ran back up the stairs. He was all white, and everyone's like, "All right, he can't do it. He can't fix the problem." And he's like, "No, no, I've, I've got it." So now he's trying to save face by grabbing random tools. He's grabbed some guy's teeth out of his mouth, a sombrero, and a fishing pole. Down he goes. Now everyone's excited because he's going to go fix the problem. So he's searching through the basement. He's, he's completely scared. His his teeth are chattering. He's hearing a strange sound. What is that sound? His heart. It's his heart beating out of control. He's like, oh, hey, knock it off. Mm -hmm. So it's like, all right, fine. Changed my mind. <laughs> so yeah, Mickey's like, okay, heart, start back up again. And with the sound of an old car, Mickey is now back up and running. But the shadows are scaring him. He's bumping into all sorts of scary things. Oh, just a little coat that scared him. But now it's off to try to fix that water. Oh, 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 now it's a big monster. Mickey is running out of his skin to get away from it. It's just Mickey's skeleton. So he's running away all of its tentacles. Panic is reading across his eyeballs. He's running, 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 trying to get to the stairs. The pipes go, they grab him. That's stretching him back across the room. He's getting beat up by this thing. It thinks it has him. Nope, doesn't. Mickey runs across. He's he ran. There's this gigantic part of the stove. I don't know what it would be called. It's an inflated pipe, and every time Mickey touches it, the stove, the boiler, screams in agony. He realizes there's a pipe that's clinched right above it. Now he thinks he has a solution. He grabs the sombrero as he's getting pulled across. He reaches for the fishing pole. He's about to get eaten by the boiler. He uses the teeth from the guy. Uses that to go yank the wrench off of it, which then regulates the water pressure. <sighs> and now water is back in the building. So one guy shaves, one guy's showering again. Everyone's happy. The skeleton is, ooh, and now a buff guy in the bathtub. <sighs> Everything is going back to normal. And now it's a happy boiler that's winking at him. Mickey runs out the door to the applause of the people in the lobby with rainbows coming out. Minnie's like, yay, thank you. And now I have something else that needs fixing. My scary toilet. Ugh. I don't want to see that. You don't want to have to go fix the toilet? No! I don't blame you. I don't want to fix toilets either. It's yucky. Icky, 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 icky. Okay, we finally got through the episode. Please, no more technical issues. That's a fun word. <laughs> technical issues is a fun word? Yeah. I do not agree. All right, so what would you think, buddy? Good. <laughs> Why? 
Because it was funny when Mickey ran. <laughs> well, okay. So describe to people who can't watch that. They're just listening to us talk about it. What did it look like when Mickey ran away scared? Really, really scared. And it looked really scared because, first of all, Mickey's eyes open. And then, like, these shutters open and he see the words panic come across his, his face. You see Mickey almost in his eyes. And then you see his skeleton go tearing out the back of him and running across the room while his skin still stays there. So any of us that have been scared or freaked out in a basement, I think we can equate to that reaction. It's freaky. Uh, all right, well, let me t- tell you some things that I liked, okay? One of the things that, that I, I find interesting is that some of the gags in this episode are similar to the whole setup that we get in Guardians of the Galaxy, where Rocket the Raccoon, in order to accomplish their mission, he needs seemingly random things from different people. And what he really likes is non-biological body parts, which sounds really disturbing, and it kind of is. You know, he likes people's fake arms and legs and things like that. Oh, I need that for this particular mission. That dude there, I need his prosthetic leg. His leg? Yeah. God knows I don't need the rest of him. Look at him, he's useless. All right. And this just kind of had a similar feel to it. Mickey's, the one thing he really wanted, just because he's trying to save face, as I mentioned during the episode, is an old man's false teeth. (laughs) Now, as it turns out, those false teeth saved the day. But he also grabbed you know, a sombrero and a fishing pole. So just a lot of odds and ends gags that he needed to accomplish his mission. But he really didn't need them. He was just trying to save face in front of a large group of people. So. Now, here's another one, Keaton. Let's see if you can get this one. This episode featured similar style and similar sound effects to another episode that we covered a few months back. What was another scary one? Cool friend. That is right. Good memory. So this episode features some of the same sounds. Do you recognize Mickey's screaming voice? <laughs> the exact same sound that the, the squirrel makes when it screams in Ghoul Friend. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of good gags this, this week. But Boiler Room, it, it's, it's a good combination of adventure and fun and good stylization from a visual point of view. Stylization? Yeah, because, I mean, all the stuff when Mickey's down in the basement and it looks scary and moody and kind of creepy. I'm using big words tonight, aren't I? But (laughs) I like these spooky episodes because they have a good way of bringing in those elements but not overdoing it so that it freaks out kids. Keaton, were you scared by that episode? I was like really frightened on the beginning. I was like, bah! Oh, but you've seen it enough times. You're totally fine with it. But it brings in these these stylistic things that we would assume or we would, I guess, connect to you know, a more adult horror fair and makes it safe and enjoyable for kids to, to, to see it too. It introduces them to a visual style and makes it okay for them to watch it. So I really like that kind of thing coming from a three and a half minute kids cartoon from Disney. It's fun, it's silly, it's stylish, and a little bit spooky. 
And I also liked that they'd had legitimate problems from this boiler for a long time. And it, for once, it wasn't just a whole bunch of things that were scaring Mickey, you know, shadows on the wall that were freaky. It was a legit, it was a legit monster boiler that was ticked off because it was injured. So, real world problems that we have to solve. And of course, Mickey saves the day. So, Keaton, do you think we can pull off Keaton's joke of the week without a technical issue? Yeah. I don't know, because right now the iPad is using up. All right. Well, then cue the soundtrack for Keaton's Joke of the Week. What do you have for us joke-wise this week? Why did the student eat his homework? Please tell me you're not going to be eating your homework. <laughs> we get enough phone calls from your teacher. <laughs> I don't want you eating homework. But okay, for sake of Keaton's joke of the week. Why did the student eat his homework? Why did the student eat his homework? I, well, that's what we're trying to figure out. Because the teacher told him it was a piece of cake. <laughs> Don't worry, students. This homework's going to be really easy. It's a piece of cake. And then you eat it. Don't do that. <laughs> the last thing I need is a call from your teacher going, Keaton ate his paper today. No. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> and this is what we call parents giving their child ideas. Bad parents. Keaton's Joke of the Week. Let's wrap it up because this show has been... The show is about a nightmare scenario and this episode has been a nightmare scenario for lots of reasons. One of which you just about deleted my notes. All right, let, let's finish this before anything else bad happens. Remember, everyone, you can listen to all the past episodes from the first season and a half of the Mickey Shorts series. Just go to www.mickeyshortsandmore.com so that you can get there. Remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on Google Play, on Stitcher. You can subscribe through whatever podcast player you listen to. Just type Mickey Shorts and more and you should find us. Same goes for all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Again, just search Mickey Shorts and more, and there we'll be. We always love to hear from you, our fans, on what your thoughts are on the episode, so make sure you email us, send your questions or comments to mickeyshortsandmore at gmail.com, or call our voicemail at 541-321-0472. In a couple weeks, we're going to be doing a special episode where we need everyone's input on their favorite Mickey shorts. We'll explain more soon, but we're going to need you to call the voicemail. So get this number in your memory now, 541-321-0472. Okay, Keaton, guess what next week is? Next week we are covering Space Walkies. Walkies. Space Walkies, which anyone who has a dog, as Mickey has with Pluto, will understand the challenge of Space Walkies. But tune in next week for that. Hopefully everyone survived through our technical issues. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being fans. We love you all and thank you for being there and your excitement for Mickey Mouse and all things Disney. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah, we're gonna dance